You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, I'll start here. There were six new players introduced to us this afternoon at Hellas Hall or this morning as well. Uh, and it's uh, just a, a snapshot of how much roster restocking and overhauling is being done. Uh, you're looking at a team that's overhauling a lot. And David, it felt like walking onto college campus for freshman orientation. You don't know anybody. There's all these new bodies and faces walking in the room. You're saying hello, getting to know them for the first time, trying to feel them out. And we're just getting started with all the new people we have to meet. Because keep in mind, uh, about six weeks from now, we're going to have 10, 11, 12 draft picks that we're going to meet for the first time as well. So this is going to be a new look Bears team in 2023 and this is one step along the way of getting to know some of these guys. You can get the Take the North podcast on your free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You can watch us on YouTube, the score 670, the scores YouTube page and you can download, listen and subscribe. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. It's been a busy week. It's not over yet. So let's start with the latest news, and the latest news is the Bears signed a defensive tackle to a one-year, $3.5 million deal. Dan, a pretty modest prove-it contract, very similar to the kinds of things you see teams do when they're trying to add depth to their defensive line. Andrew Billings will join his sixth team in seven years as an NFL player. He was a starter for the Raiders last season. He comes to the Bears and gives them that depth. I don't know if he projects as a starter. We don't know what kind of rotation they'll have. It's very early because there's still the draft and the rest of free agency, but what was your first reaction to the player that Ryan Poles didn't talk about because it happened after he left the podium? Yeah, as a journeyman, David, that's joining the Bears to add depth and competition to the defensive front, which we've talked about for the last three, four days. They've done little there to fortify it. And so this is an effort to fortify it. Now, Andrew uh, has made 51 starts during his NFL career. And so you've got a guy with starter experience, um, but there's no high level uh, production there on his resume. And so you're basically looking at a guy that, that you hope can come in and be at best a starter at worst, a rotational guy that, that helps keep the linebackers that you just signed a big contracts behind you clean. But here we are in this next wave of free agency. I think we can all agree that the first wave of free agency has hit the shore and receded. And now the second wave is all about these value signings, about these prove-it deals, about trying to find guys that are hungry and available that can come in and try to take advantage of an opportunity. The Bears have more opportunity to offer than most teams. And so this is an example of of, of the type of signing you're going to see here for the next week and a half, two weeks. I don't want to neglect the backup quarterback that was signed, P.J. Walker, P. Yeah. period, J. period, Walker. D.J. Moore, no, no periods. No periods. I think it's a key, a key distinction for a writer. So T.J. T.J. Edwards, periods. Okay. See, now so it's, it's all very confusing. Look, this is, is all very confusing because we have signed a DJ, a PJ, and a TJ this week, but also two Walkers, PJ Walker and Demarcus Walker. So when I'm talking about college orientation, keeping everybody straight here in the early stages is not an easy chore. And the last we saw of the uh, 
P.J. Walker, it was really his most famous moment of 22 yeah. was throwing to D.J. Moore. The Hail Mary pass that was completed in the end zone and for a touchdown. And wasn't that the play where D.J. Moore tore off his helmet and created the penalty? But that was P.J. Walker on the other end of that reception throwing the pass. And I, I think that's an interesting thing to remember. But I also wondered does how his familiarity with D.J. Moore factored into anything or maybe it will just help be another familiar face i don't want to make too much out of that but it is interesting the helmet removal if you recall led to a missed kick by eddie pinero which cost a, a football game bears fans can relate to that very well uh look like obviously the familiarity between pj walker and dj moore is good for those two guys pj walker said it himself Thursday afternoon that, hey, we were neighbors in Charlotte. And so just knowing that you've got somebody else that you can kind of get your feet on the ground with during this transition period, I think what sometimes gets lost uh, in situations like all these guys are experiencing in the weeks and months to come is that there is a major transition that goes on for free agents that have to find a new home, get their families settled, try to figure out where they're living, get their feet on the ground, learn a new playbook, figure out the directions to the facility, figure out where you're going to go in the facility. And so uh, just having somebody that can navigate that with you that you're close with is helpful. Minor, totally minor in the big picture, but it's a, a little something. Uh, I thought as notable as anything was P.J. Walker just talking about how uh, D.J. Moore's ability to separate is such a, a friendly thing for a quarterback you know, because he can create space that then allows you to to feel like you can pull the trigger. And when we talk about the steps that Justin Fields has to make as a third year passer in the NFL, that's one that he's got to that he's got to make. And so to have a guy that that consistently gets separation and uses his skills to get open should be a help to Justin Fields. It's obviously why he was such a priority in the trade. And you heard from Ryan Poles today saying, you know, DJ Moore was the guy that that made us react and, and move on this trade as early as we did. And we'll get to what DJ Moore had to say about everything in a moment, but I want to start there with Ryan Poles and his 12 minutes that he shared uh, with the Chicago Bears media. Um, he has, he talked about every player that he acquired. There's some specific things I want to get to, but Dan, overall, what was your biggest takeaway from hearing from the Bears general manager on Thursday? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, so the dust has got to settle on all of this roster rebuilding to get a true comprehensive look at things. And I think Ryan understands that, you know, he he was um, forthright, I guess, in saying, look, like the, the urge for everyone, including those in the front offices, we got to fix everything and we got to fix it now and we've got resources. And then you have to take a breath every 90 minutes and say, well, we're not going to fix everything. So just relax and take this one step at a time and figure out where to go. Now, along with that, David, you have to understand that um, – we're only going to hear about the Bears' successes in signing players, right? Because that's just how the free agency process works. And it's not until weeks or months up the road where you, you hear like, oh, they were in on so-and-so and the negotiations went sideways. And we don't have that intel yet. So we don't know how many plans uh, on the best-case scenario track that the Bears laid out before the week began you know, went astray for, for one reason or another. We do know that they were active in the offensive tackle market. We do know that they made a, a, an aggressive push toward Mike McGlinchey. He signed with the Broncos. Then Juwan Taylor came off the board. Then Caleb McGarry came off the board. Then Orlando Brown came off the board. And the Bears were left without one of the top-shelf offensive tackles in this market. And Ryan Poles had to address that today and say that look like that's that's part of this process uh and, and we were just married to value and, and and when the value got outside the range that we felt uh comfortable with we had to say okay we'll move on and they moved on a handful of different times for a handful of different reasons at that position um you figure it was similar at the defensive tackle position we didn't get a chance to 
drill deeper down on that. Probably have to wait until the owners' meetings in a week and a half. But I, I guess my point here being is that is that we can't just assume that the Bears have gone to bed every night uh, of this free agency period over the last four nights and been got it, did exactly what we wanted to do today. I think there's probably been some frustration that we don't know about yet and may never know about. 